Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with Alliance Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. Duly noted and forgiven. Thank you. Speaking of which, go for Kristen. Hello, dear lights, and welcome to Morning Coffee with the Lion's Pride with your host, Cassidy Lightwing, the Lion. That was my best fake yawn. <laughs> we have Brother Panther and the amazing Poe, and I am Kristen Harding. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. So first things I'd like first thing I'd like to say is I apologize. I am absolutely and utterly exhausted. Um, we're the shows are going to be still touch and go for the rest of the week. Hopefully next week we'll have our shit together. And by our shit, I mean Cassidy. And Ray. Yes, indeed. Uh, wow. So it's going to be kind of a short show, and that's okay by me. Um, all right, so first things first, family up. Wait. First things first is, is comments. Oh. Ray? Katie is first with... Katie Schultz is first with hello. Bobby Strasivsky is next with cooking with gas. Hello, people. Hi, Jack Bobby. Pettick says good morning. And Dee says hi, Cassidy. Hi, Dee. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all right. So, next part family update. Shara's up and around again. She's feeling better and better. Uh, she's eating again. She's playing jokes. She squish squished me earlier. So, that was good. Yay. Yeah. So yeah, she she's she's that was just a stomach flu, thank God. But it kind of illustrates the level of exhaustion that we're operating under here. <laughs> it's like anytime any little thing goes wrong, that's it. You know. So, but yeah, she's doing good. Um, let's see. Further family update: the completing of the studio software is still underway. Um, so that's good. Um, yeah, so many pieces it. to that puzzle that you weren't expecting, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that really was. Basically, I, I, I was fully aware that you have to create every little element that you want to be in the scene. I just underestimated just how much that expen- how much that costs to be able to do that. And again, just like last time, so I am I have full full stop apology to the other 3D artists. I thought y'all were lazy. I did not know it was a matter of not having the right gear. So uh, I'll be out behind the woodshed at three. Bring your baseball bats <laughs> and your uh, pitchforks. <laughs> and one last family update. Talking about mac and cheese has made me hoggy. <laughs> yeah, so talk about it more because that's going to help. So yeah, things are progressing. Uh, even even with the even slowing down to a snail's pace, like it has, things are, are still progressing. So what we want to talk about today is the trial, the verdict. Um, so first thing I want to say is this: I can't speak for everybody else in the room, but I ain't even got an opinion. Okay, I'm not on the jury. 
and I don't make a habit of visiting people's intentions. I do visit people's intentions, but that's an, that that's more of a flaw in me, not a hab, not a habit. I'm in the I'm I'm in the habit of doing. Fair enough. We all know what I mean. Whether the duder was guilty, innocent, extra guilty, super innocent, extra guilty with extra knuckles, or so innocent as to be saintly, it's, it's none of, of my business. I don't care. That's not the point. Okay, what we're seeing, however, what, what is the point, however, is we're seeing an immediate rise in, in violence. You know? Which makes no sense. Well, yeah. Well, it, it, it makes sense from a certain point of view. I mean, the, the rioters did say that they would continue burning down the country if he was not convicted of first-degree murder. The problem is, is you couldn't convict him of first. He wasn't even charged with it. So, it, what, what I'm, the thing, the first phase one of what I'm trying to point out here is that there was never a chance for peace. That was it. Okay, there was no, there was no peace. Okay. And if you, if they turn, if they had turned around and said, okay, okay, we convict him on murder one, then they'd be rioting because it proves the legal system's broken. They can just charge you with whatever you want. There is no winning angle here. Okay. Mm -hmm. We have all dealt with narcissists. This is societal scale narcissism. They charged, as far as I understand, they charged him with what they knew they could charge him with. And they found him guilty on all three counts. Yeah. And I watched the news last night, and there was not one person out. I mean, there was still a military presence yeah. because they wanted to make sure. But there was there was no marchers. There was no protest. It was peaceful. And I'm glad that's the case in, in your area. There, there mm -hmm. have been uh, sharp upticks in many, many areas. Like it's it's getting to the point where where people are calling for the cops to resign for their own safety. You see, so there was, there was one little girl, about eleven, and she said, "This is my neighborhood," and she said, "This is one small step." Yeah, and she nailed it. She nailed it. One small step. Yeah, and that's good, and that's kind of the point: is that we all need mm -hmm. to be a step. You know, we all know bad things happen in the world. The answer is not to hurt each other over it. Right. You know, I just, again, I've, I've been saying it since all this crap started. Look at the targets of the protesters. Black-owned business, black homes. You know, they're, they're oh, I, I'm, these people, they're, they're looting dollar trees and, and, and plasma TVs and saying it's for racial justice. I mean, folks. Anybody here ever see RoboCop? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. There's a part in RoboCop where the cops say, hey, you know what? You don't want us? Fine. We're going on strike. And then the obvious happened. A lot of people who watch these shows expect me to be like, yeah, good. They got the pigs. But here's the problem. We, we've said on the show many times, any judgment of, a, of an individual based on a whole is a form of insanity. If this doesn't apply to cops, then it doesn't apply to anyone else either. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, in effect, what we're doing is saying we all want to be helpless. We all want to be defenseless. We don't want to have, have any cops. Okay, so here's the thing. Now, add this 
to the disarmament effects. What do you think is about to happen, folks? You think once the cops go away, everybody that has guns and is already committing crimes are just going to be like, oh, well, the cops are gone now. I guess nobody commits crimes now. No, they'll be in control. Mm-hmm. This is like, a... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ray. Be like Hobo with the shotgun. Very obscure movie reference for such a serious point. Not touching it. Sorry. Yeah, it's a really obscure movie with Rutger Howard. Okay. I love Rutger Howard. Me too. That's why we watched it. And it was called Hobo with a Shotgun. And okay, it, you know what? If it's called Hobo, it's like Snakes on a Plane. You know, if the movie's called Snakes on a Plane, it's got Samuel L. Jackson. You got to watch him say the MF word about the snakes. <laughs> and if it's Rutger Howard, it's called Hobo with a Shotgun. Okay. I mean, he's going to Rutger Howard some guys. All right, let's do it. I'm on board. You know, I, I like a, I like it when a movie title tells you what to expect, like Aliens versus Predator. <laughs> what was that one movie? Some someone and someone versus evil. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus evil. Yes, yes. Yeah, and that one turned out to be a whole all about misunderstandings and prejudice. Hmm. So yeah, essentially. You add all this stuff together, and what you have here is an extremely vulnerable population getting more and more desperate by the minute. Okay, This is being done on purpose. And one thing I will criticize here with regards to politics is Maxine Waters, they're saying, oh, no, 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 she's okay, she's okay, she wasn't inciting violence. When she's literally out there saying, we have to open fire, we have to burn things down, she's literally calling for bloodshed and fire. Okay? But these same people that say, oh, no, 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 that's okay, were the ones that were trying to impeach Trump after he wasn't even the president anymore for saying, make sure the protest is peaceful. Folks, this isn't about politics. This is about truth. This is about honor. You know? And it is simply not honorable to harm thy neighbor because you're mad at thy king. Whether you want to call Joe Biden the king or not, I don't care. It was a metaphor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or any or any given thing. We said on on the uh, on the show from the very beginning, the only positive way this comes this has any kind of positive outcome is with a mistrial. The judge refused to, and we'll find out why soon. But anyway. Okay. That's irrelevant. The point is the the slaughter of the pigs has come to pass. Now, not quite as you saw it in your book. Well, no, no. In my book, in my book, the masses the masses blame the pigs for the pandemic, so they slaughtered the pigs. But again, it, my visions are all metaphor, and most of them just make really good sci-fi books, you know. So, I mean, even I didn't know what it was going to mean. I'm no prophet. You know, my people see branches of the future, but that doesn't mean we know how it's going to manifest. If we do, if 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 we did, every layered out there would be a regular Nostradamus. We sense that you will find the wrong parking place. It will be too far. Anyway, that's not. 
There are profits out there, I'm sure, but none of them were, were completely right about this. So for those of you who do believe, I'm talking to you guys now, for those of you who are skeptics, then just take note, you know, take note. And if it happens, you can go, hey, that crazy hippie guy was right. But essentially what this means is we are in a positive timeline. It's not the best of all, it's not the best possible timeline, but what this means is that we're in a timeline where the heroes must rise and they will you know that's what this the slaughter of the pigs leads to the most shining dear lights will shine you know the ones that are ready to fight will fight essentially the the color of everyone's character will be revealed forthwith that's a song cue for true colors if i ever heard one I hear your true colors cause I have that weird brain thing cause I hear sounds like it ain't no strange thing. Anyway, I totally flubbed that last bit. My sinuses went and I skipped the note. So, uber fail. Oops. Alright, so I think I've said my piece regarding this. Um... As someone who's right in this backyard, what do you have to say, Chris? I think that peace will prevail. I think that um, it was like that sweet little girl said. It was, it was a good step. It was, it was a beginning. It was. Uh, there is. I'm not sure exactly what all the details are, but there is something that may come out of this that's very good, and that will be. The restriction of no-knock warrants, um, the restriction of using that kind of force, and a lot more restrictions on what they can and cannot do. And they're calling it the George Floyd Law. So there may be some good that came out of it. And like George Floyd's own daughter said, my daddy's going to change the world. Well... We'll see. It's I've my hope. Me- I, I, I hope too. It's been my position from the very beginning, you know, of Facebook and when all this stuff started on Facebook, if they would just enforce the rules they have on police, we wouldn't have gotten to this point. Right. One of the reasons why they, you know, the left, you know, the, the leftists or the, the writers or whatever will only accept this, this, this uber guilty verdict is because we've just watched 60 years plus of cops blatantly lying for each other on the stage right and that is another part of that George Floyd law yeah so and that, that's why I've been saying you know, like I have cop friends and they're like well, it upsets me that you want bad things to happen no mm-hmm. I want your departments to enforce the laws to stop the corruption before bad things happen mm-hmm. so Damien <clears throat> excuse me Damien Tim I hope you guys are safe but I f- told you so my cop friends had this big old well I got guns so I'll be okay oh how many bullets you got in those guns because there's a lot more than that there's a lot more people coming over that hill what a lot of the like the conservatives like it's it's people are banding into their tribes right so I'm not making like a political statement I'm just we all know what the tribes are called so 
the problem is that the, the, the conservatives are trying to say, well, the, no, the cops are saints. And it's like, okay, no. Okay. Police corruption had gotten so bad, it had become a one-note joke. Like the idea of a cop looking at a dude who's innocent, taking off his hat, pulling out a weed and going, sorry, buddy, dropping it and picking it up. It was in Kevin Smith movies, for fuck's sakes. Mm-hmm. Okay? The police corruption is so far off the dang charts. This is not surprising at all. But that doesn't mean that good people don't need good people to protect them. Right. Okay? There was a time when officer friendly was a thing. You could trust your local beat cop. Right. It was a shock for me when I realized how much things had changed. It truly was. I grew up in a little town, you know, Lake Geneva. Yeah. And uh, I, I knew all the officers. I knew them all. But yeah. things changed. Do you remember the where the where do you remember the day you first noticed there was no more B cops and you hadn't seen one in a long time? It was nineteen eighties. Uh, I would say nineteen eighty four is when I noticed it the most. Um, and it was because uh, I I don't even know exactly why I noticed it. But it was just like it seemed to me like there was a lot of uh, shall we say street traffic um, that that didn't look very wholesome, and I wondered wondered why. For those of you who are a little too young, beat cops used to be a thing where the cop would just walk around the neighborhood. The purpose of the beat cop is he knew everybody. He was somebody from that neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. precincts aren't always so organized. You don't always get cops that are from that neighborhood. But having a local cop is important. You know, because mm-hmm. they know the family. And they know the situations. Yeah. And quite frankly, you'd be surprised how effective this is. But, you know, with those beat cops, they get up to no good. And you get this little old lady going, I'm going to tell your mama on you. Ah! Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it, that family, you know, sort of accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Accountability. There you go. You know, they started shuffling cops around precincts and, and only hiring below certain IQs and above certain aggression levels. I mean, this was inevitable. You know, we as a people begged them for 40 years to stop this crap. Two generations we've been begging them to stop this crap. I told my husband it starts on the playground. Yeah. It really does if you think about it. You know, the, the angry little boys that are like, someday I'm going to get even with you. Yeah. And they do. They become police officers. Well, sometimes. Sometimes they get lucky and someone gets through to them on a way to channel their anger and they become very, very strong, prominent members of society. Firefighters, for example. A lot of firefighters were former bullies. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to tarnish the saying, name of firefighters. And I'm not saying that all cops are bullies. I'm just saying there are behaviors in our society that if we can redirect early, it might change the world. See, I'm on the slightly other side of that spectrum. I think any precinct where even one cop lies for their fellows, I'm a little more extreme on that. Basically, if I see 15,000 bad cops, wait, hold on. If I see 15,000 good cops and one bad cop, but all those 15,000 lie for that one, I just see 15,000 bad cops. My... I don't know if I'm right or wrong, so if I so forgive me, but I feel that those who enforce the law should be held to a higher standard 
not a lower one. Mm-hmm. And my big issue with the entire trial is this, and this is it's not judgment, it's not this. What civilian do you know where it would even be a question? Any civilian you know, if they lean their neck on another man's neck, that's it. They're going away. Mm-hmm. But their defense of Mr. Chauvin was, well, he saw a YouTube video once on how to do jujitsu. Uh, <laughs> okay. And that's where the fire is right that I've been talking about. If that was any one of us, it would never have been a question. Any civilian on the in the damn country, done. Done, 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 done. You have no defense. You're going away. But because he's a cop. Oh, well, you know, he's doing a hard job, you know. I'm doing a hard job. So what they've effectively done, and this is the problem, folks. What they've just done is set a precedent where, yeah, now you can use mar- un- now you can use unrestrained martial arts maneuvers on each other, and they're in a goddamn thing the law can do about it. Really? Yeah, that's the throughput. That's the precedent. That's one of the precedents they set. You know, by by the, when the, when the state defended Chauvin by basically saying he he had some jujitsu training, he watched some videos and such. Okay. I watched some videos. Does that mean I can lean on a dude's neck now? No. But that's the precedent they set. Right. Like I said, there's just no part of this trial was right on any level. You know? What I find interesting is they said, this is one time you can believe your eyes. Yeah, but you can't. Because other other videos... This is, the problem is the only video that the public was shown was one specific video from one angle that appears to clearly show the knee on the neck. The problem is, is other videos, you could watch them, you see the timestamps. It's not on his neck, the whole video. Mm. From one angle, it looks like it's holding it on his trachea, and that's what we all saw. But now that we're seeing other body cam, it, it's actually over here for part. And like At one point, he literally takes his knee off of the neck and moves it. So it's like, uh, and that's why I say I ain't on the jury. I don't know what they know. I ain't even got an opinion. That's not my job, and I don't want it. No. So, so, but that's my point is that nothing about this is clear. Nothing. <laughs> Other than they threatened to burn this country down if a, an impossible verdict wasn't given. And then if the impossible verdict was given, then they'd be then they'd be threatening to burn it down because it was given. The next thing Maxine Waters would be saying out there would be, how long before the cops start switching around charges on us? I mean, we just watched them do this for a number of years, just jump back and forth wildly between goalposts to just keep the pot boiling. And it's not a political thing. Because the right, the right does it too. We just watched Trump do it. Four years of, I'm going to say mean things on Twitter so you lose your mind. <laughs> Look at me, I'm so clever. Didn't work out so well, did it? No. So it's just, I'm, I'm not saying the left is right. Wait. I'm not saying <laughs> that either side is correct. What I'm saying is that no matter what your purpose is, no matter why you, you think you're doing it, harming your neighbor to spite your king is dumb. Right. So, and again, not saying anybody's a king, you know, 
We have no king but Caesar. Sorry. <clears throat> Which one is that from? Is that Jesus Christ Superstar? Yes. Thank you. And the next line is crucify him. <sighs> anyway, I just said, why do we crucify ourselves every day? We crucify ourselves. Nothing I do is good enough for you. We crucify ourselves. That is a surprisingly appropriate song for the moment. Thank you, boss. Can I go right to you? Just gotta have faith. Cause you gotta have faith. Do do. I'm too tired for this. They're playing ping pong with my brain. Ray, comments. Um, save, save your father. <laughs> Donnie Lee Randall says, I am also high right now. Hi. I wish it was high right now. My gut hurts right now. Yeah, I know you're high. Oh. No, no. Um, so you wish you were high. Okay, so Mike and me both wish we were high. Uh, the older, it's an older comment, so I'm guessing he's referring to a high note you did during one of the songs. Hey, you mean a high note that I attempted and fell flat on my face with? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack oh. Pettick. Go, go ahead. Jack Pettick says all branches of the future are fluid and changeable at any time. Question is if the effort for the change is there. Exactly. And you know we've come this far. That's why I say that's why that's why I say this is the time stream we're in. Not this was going to happen in the future. Look at me, I'm a prophet. Nostracasmus. <laughs> I like that. Ooh. Like do a parody channel of yourself and call yourself Nostracasmus. <laughs> Have you heard? It's in the stars. Next July we collide with Mars. <laughs> Oh, don't say that. People will think. Yeah. Well, that's why it's Cole Porter. It's a Cole Porter song. I love these Cole Porter. Good. Next, we need to introduce Ray to Gershwin. <clears throat> so, Poe, you've been really, really quiet this episode. What are you? What's your take on all this? I don't actually follow politics that much. I see what you guys are saying. I didn't have a beat cop growing up. I was in Lafayette until third grade and no beat cops. It's Lafayette. <laughs> Nothing's going on. That's really hometown. Um, when I was truant in high school, no one questioned it. No one followed up with me. And with that truancy, I could have easily ended up on the street. But you talk about, uh, you guys talked about people coming in to make a change in lives. So if I hadn't been put in a correctional boarding school, I would be out on the street uh, fending for myself. Okay, so, so sometimes a, it does work. It's a big thing about what forces uh, come into your life. And that's why we always try. Mm -hmm. Even though it's hard. But if it was easy, wouldn't we be worth doing, huh? <sighs> so, yeah, I guess the moral of the episode, since we're coming up on a half an hour, is uh, just, just try to shine. You know, 
any little bit of kindness, even a smile at a stranger. I mean, right now everybody's being told to batten down the hatches. Don't look at each other. Don't, don't, oh, don't fall for it. Do something nice for somebody, you know. Pay it forward. <clears throat> we are going to get through this. And the sign of the times is that it's time for heroes to rise. So even this isn't completely in the bad is completely in the bad thing. That would have totally made sense. <laughs> it's not completely in the bad thing, baby. <laughs> we get the point. There will always be some good. There will always be a silver lining, even in the storm. Mm-hmm. Chris, what do I know? I'm almost 60. Well, that got my mind off of where it was going. <laughs> a pluviophile nymphomaniac is a pretty good silver lining in a storm. Say that again. A pluviophile nymphomaniac. What's a pluviophile? Someone who really likes the rain. So that's a pretty good silver lining in a storm. Okay, it was funny in my head. No, I, I like it. I was about to say, what's a nymphomaniac? I can't remember Ooh, at the moment. I do remember that one. I, I don't know. I can't. It's somebody who likes baby cockroaches. Oh, hell no. Yeah, they're, they're totally into baby cockroaches because baby cockroaches are called nymphs. You see. Gee, look at the time. Yeah, yeah, check that time out. So, uh, Kristen. <laughs> Kristen, want to play us out? <laughs> oh, no, it's time to end the show. I want to. I'm really? going to. I'm going to proceed to goof off. Oh, good. Then you proceed with the goof offs. Yeah. And I will proceed with the outro. And that is all we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. Please remember that you are amazing. We love you. Hope is coming. Stay calm. And we'll see you on the next show. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That's all the time we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.